peoples of the Worldwide Federated Internet. What's good? Getting right back to it, <clears throat> we're going to pick back up in Genesis chapter 37, see what it has to say. Let's get into this. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Now we're going to see the lineage of Jacob, just like we went through the lineage of Esau. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock. Let me pause there. A lot of times when you're trying to trace Bible timelines, and I never realized this, you know, the first time I read through the Bible, if you kind of want to trace timelines, you can look at areas like this when they mention an age and you can kind of move backwards and kind of figure out the rough timeline when things happen. Just want to throw that out there. Um, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil reports. So his brothers was up to no good. Joseph was a snitch. <laughs> now, we could get into the um, whether this was the right move. Uh, did he talk to his brothers? Did he parse this out with them? What was it that they did or said? Was it something that needed to be uh, brought up to his father? We can get it. We can get into all of that. Nonetheless, he did it. They had an evil report. Or evil report. He brought it to his father. You can also uh, make the case. I'm not saying this is the case, but you can look at this and say, well, was this from a standpoint of piousness? Because we know the Bible already says, um, quote from Solomon in the book of Second Chronicles, I believe, there is not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Right. So everybody has some fault. Is this Joseph's fault? Um, did he see himself as better than the rest of his siblings? I don't know. I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying I don't know. Possible. Verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and made him a coat of many colors. A lot of times, and this is something that I realized reading through this verse, a lot of times when you have many children and you have maybe one or two or however many children as you get older things change you learn a lot as a person as you age and the older you are or let's say when you have when you have children at an older age there's things you understand about raising a person raising a child that you may not have understood earlier on you you may not have understood this thing beforehand 
right? This this may have been something that maybe eluded you before a certain age. You learn how to deal more patiently with children. And there's things in your life that has been corrected by that point. And I think that's one of the reasons why Joseph is so different than the rest of his brothers. He was the child of Israel's old age. There's some things that had been corrected in Israel's life. He wasn't a perfect man, but there's some things he had wrong that was corrected. So Joseph would have grown up in that correction. So he wouldn't have seen the same things from his father that his brothers saw. Maybe that's why um, Israel loved Joseph more. Maybe Joseph was just a more agreeable child. There's all kind of things related to his old age that, that could have been the case. Nonetheless, I digress. Verse 4, And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his children, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. They hated him so much for something that he couldn't control that they couldn't even say nice words to him. There, I've been in situations where you're disliked by someone and it's for something completely. I've, I've, I've had people say things about me that I never even really interacted with. I'm, I make it a point to try to get along with everyone, not just for the sake of getting along. I literally have, have made it a point and I've tried to do exactly what the Bible instructed. If it be at all possible, live peaceably with all men. Sometimes that's not possible, but I've tried and I've had people say things about me and I'm like, yo, what? I never even interacted with this person. Why do they think this about me? I never said anything to them. Like, wow, this is crazy. Okay, well, I guess, man, interesting. When you're hated for something that you can't control, there's no appeasing that. As a matter of fact, the Bible in the book of Proverbs chapter 27 uh, in verse 4 has this to say about this very topic. Wrath is cruel. And anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Envy can't be appeased. And sometimes people are envious. It's, it's, it's more envy than dislike, which that envy leads to dislike. But there's something about you out of your control. Maybe it's your talents. Maybe it's how you get along with people, what you've achieved, whatever that people don't like you for. And you can't even control that. And that's what we have going on here. And this can't be appeased, right? This is something that will not be appeased. And we're, we're going to see that as we move further into chapter 37. And Joseph now is getting ready to get spicy. And Joseph dreamed and he told his brethren and they hated him yet the more. He had a dream. Joseph had a a gift. He dreamed and he could interpret these dreams. And so he had a dream and he had the interpretation of this dream. They did not like his interpretation. They didn't like what he had to say at all. 
and they hated him even more. And hate, that's a, that's a strong word, right? That's a, that's a very heavy emotion. So what are the odds that they're walking with or love God? They hate Joseph. Now we already know the story of Israel and his sons and, and their actions. So, uh, whether they loved God at all or loved God a little that, that debate can be made, but more than likely Joseph actually loved God, feared God, and they did not have this in them. They, so in essence, in some ways and not every way, in some ways they hated Joseph merely because of his goodness, something he could not control. And he said unto them, here, I pray you this dream, which I have dreamed now. So again, looking at the situation, part of me wonders how much of this is innocent, right? Like Joseph just being 17 year old, innocently dreamed his dream. He has the interpretation of the dream and he's talking to his brethren about the dream and, and how much of it is him kind of gloating, thinking that he has something over them. I don't know. And I, I can't really say one way or another. Maybe it's a mix for behold, we were binding sheaves in the field and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright and behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. Now that word obeisance is like to pay homage as to recognize uh, uh, someone's lordship or higher stature than you. Um, and his brethren said to him, shalt thou indeed reign over us? Now, before I go on, I actually didn't plan on this, but I hate, I, I honestly hate passing by words like obeisance without really and I, and I've said the word before I've used it and I didn't really, um, read the definition of that word. So let me, let me get back and find out what verse I'm in. Let's read the definition of obeisance. It means a bow of courtesy, an act of reverence made by inclination to, uh, to inclination of the body or of the knee. So, it is what I said, but more importantly, it is the outward show of what I said. You're, you're, you're bowing and showing your, um, your acknowledgement of this person's stature. So anyway, verse 10 or verse, uh, verse eight, I believe I was in and his brethren said to him, shalt thou indeed reign over us or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told his brethren and said, behold, I dreamed a dream more and behold the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obeisance to me. Now the sun and the moon representing um, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Israel and, and, uh, his, you know, his mother, their mother, 
and the 11. So let me get, let me get back to the verse and dreamed another dream and told his brethren and said, behold, I dreamed a dream more and behold the sun and the moon representing a mother and father and the 11 stars representing his 11 brethren made obeisance to me. And he told his father and to, and, and to his brethren and his father rebuked him. Wow. That's something. And said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dream? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth and his brethren envied him. And that's why I read that, that verse in a book of Proverbs, because we see where this animus between them came from. It was born from envy, but his father observed the saying. So his brothers envied, and the Bible says his father observed the saying. Now I'm going to look up that word observe, because what, what does that what does that carry? What connotation does him observing that saying carry? Um, that word observe means notice by the eye or the mind kept religiously celebrated practice. So his father, even though he rebuked him, had some acknowledgement, obviously at some point that, Hmm, I think what Joseph is saying is the truth. And his brethren went to feed uh, their father's flock in Shechem. I'm going to stop there because that's th this is going to lead into what happened to Joseph. And I know some people who know the story are probably wondering, man, why are you stopping here? And get into a whole nother group of things when I get into what they did, which is why I'm going to stop there. But envy. Envy is something else. I didn't mean to use that transition, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, envy is something that if, if envy is something that is swelled in you over someone for something they can't control and have absolutely no control over, that might be something you need to check within yourself. What did they do to you to force you to have this animosity toward them? If it's something they can't control, something that, that they have no power over, then not that there's ever a good reason to, to hate someone or envy someone, but you definitely, definitely have no reason to have animosity toward this, this person. It breeds resentment. And I've always, always, always said this. When you have hatred towards a person, when you have resentment towards a person, especially if it's something that they have no control over whatsoever, that is only going to affect you negatively. Not that it can't affect the other person negatively, but normally what happens is you envy somebody, you hate somebody for whatever reason. At some point, they don't pay you any mind, so it doesn't affect them. The only thing it's doing is eating away at you, taking away the focus you should have on what you should be doing. Anyway, y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.